and welcome to LP Kids at Home. I'm Trish and I'm so glad that you are here joining us today. How many of you are super glad to be here? Me too! Now, if this is your first time joining us, this is the place for our LP Kids to go to worship God and learn more about His character through Life Apps. These are values like love, respect, and courage that God does to work inside us to change the world around us. Now, let's reveal the Life App we've been working on that Corey went over last weekend in this two-week series. Forgiveness is deciding that someone who has wronged you doesn't have to pay. Excellent, now say that with me again. Forgiveness is deciding that someone who has wronged you doesn't have to pay. If you tuned in last weekend, then you heard Corey talk about how forgiveness is kind of like a do-it-yourself project. Because forgiveness is up to you. You've got to forgive to fix the relationships in your lives and make things right. You've got to forgive your friends and family when they mess up, and they've got to forgive you and God helps us make the wise choice every day. This weekend, we wrap up our two-week series on a very important life app. When we decide to forgive others, we decide not to be angry at them anymore, for free. When we forgive others, whether or not they say sorry, we say to them, it hurt my feelings, but I'm still going to forgive you. Each day, we have the opportunity to either be angry at someone and hold a grudge, or to decide that Someone that's wronged you doesn't have to pay and forgive them. Now, you tell me what you think the right choice is. Do you think you should hold a grudge or forgive? That's right, forgive. Wow, you guys are getting pretty good at this wise choice thing. Now, what do we say about the choices we need to make every day? I need to make the wise choice. That's right. And where do we go to find out how to make the wise choice? That's right, the Bible. The Bible is like a light. The Bible helps us to know where to go and what to do. Now, if you're ever in a dark room and you don't know where to go, you need a light to help guide you. Now, the Bible is the light in our life that helps guide us and let us know how to live, where to go, and what to do. And I'm so thankful that God provided us with the Bible to help us make the wise choice. Now, we're going to take a dive into his word here in a bit. But first, let's learn more about forgiveness by meeting Josh. Now, Josh is remodeling his friend's basement, which is a do-it-yourself project. Let's watch this video, and then afterwards, get up on your feet for a worship song. Watch this. Toolbox. Oh, hey guys, my name's Joss, and my friend Ryan asked me to remodel his basement. I know, I know, I never really thought of myself as a, a fixer-upper kind of guy, but I moved into this really cool old house last year and then it started falling apart, you know, and, and I had to learn about construction and drywall and insulation and, and paint and tiles all in a hurry. So it turned out to be a lot of fun. I mean, hey, check out these photos, okay? So this is what it looked like before. And this is what it looks like after. Crazy, right? Well, the craziest part was when we had this huge rain and 
I realized that the soffits were rotting and I had to, oh, sorry, please forgive me for getting so technical. By the way, forgiveness is deciding that someone who has wronged you doesn't have to pay. But hey, you know what? I bet you'd really like to see what this room is gonna look like when I'm all done with it. Okay, I, I put together this super amazing design plan and uh, it's, um, in my pocket. I loaded all the files onto this thumb drive and uh, it's not in that pocket. Not in <laughs> Just a second. Okay, maybe it's in the toolbox. Um, okay, no, not in the toolbox. Okay, I put the lumber over there and then the plastic sheeting over there and then I, uh, oh, you know what? Maybe it's, maybe it's back here somewhere. Uh, now, Nope, nope, that's uh, mouse droppings. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, maybe I left it out in my truck. Anyway, today's story, you're going to hear about someone else who has lost something super important and what he does about it. I took it out with the, tr maybe I took it out with the trash. Oh no, what if it fell into the dumpster when I was taking out the trash? I bet it's already at the landfill by now. Okay, all right, hold on. Siri, where can I buy a hazmat suit? You spoke one word and the dark became light. I believe it, I believe it, yeah. You spoke my name and my heart came to life.
it is pretty frustrating to misplace something very important, but we'll check in with Josh later and see how all that turns out. Sometimes forgiveness can be easy, like when your best friend knocks over your milk. And sometimes forgiveness can be hard, like when your best friend loses your lucky necklace. And I am so thankful that we have God's word to help us through the hard things, because we know it's the right thing to do, the wise choice. Now let's jump into God's word. In today's true story, we will find it in the book of Luke. Now, does anyone know where you can find the book of Luke in the Bible? That's right. Luke is the third book in the New Testament and one of the four gospels. Now, a gospel, also known as the good news, is one of the four books in the New Testament that details the life of Jesus when he was here with us on earth in person. And in our story today, we're gonna to be talking about a sheep and its shepherd. Now, have any of you seen a sheep up close? Oh, aren't they just so cute and fluffy? They're cute, but not the brightest animal. In fact, a sheep is the dumbest animal ever. Really, that's why they need a shepherd. Now, you probably know this, but shepherds carry a staff, and a staff is kind of like a really long stick with a hook at the end. Now, when sheep are walking in groups, the shepherd might have to guide them in a different direction, and it's almost guaranteed that at least one sheep will wander off, and the shepherd has to use the staff to poke the sheep back in line with the others, or the shepherd may have to use the hook to rescue the sheep from bad situations, kind of like your mom hurting you, your brothers, and your sisters through the grocery store, right? Yeah. And Jesus knew that the relationship between the shepherd and its sheep was the perfect way to talk about grace and forgiveness. Now, if you were alive in the time at which Jesus walked on earth, then you went to hear him teach. And when you went, who knows who you would have met? You could meet a wealthy man, a group of kids, religious leaders, and teachers. But the majority of people that crowded themselves around Jesus were seen as the lowest of the low. These were people like tax collectors who cheated people out of money by taxing them more so they could take money for themselves. These were men and women that made bad choices and went against God's law. And these people were broken and hurting and they were known as sinners. Jesus was happy to see everyone, especially those that wanted to learn more about his word and change their lives. But the religious leaders thought Jesus was bringing himself down to the level of those sinners. And the Bible says that the Pharisees and teachers of the law would whisper amongst themselves and look down and talk about these people. They might've said things like, Ugh, 
Look at that riffraff hanging around with Jesus. Yeah, he should tell them to get out. They said, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. And they didn't like that very much. Jesus overheard what the religious leaders were talking about and he knew the thoughts that were in their hearts about the people that Jesus loved. But instead of getting angry and arguing with them, he told them a story that we can find in Luke chapter 15. Our story begins with, there once was a man with 100 sheep. Let's watch this Lego video and learn more about the story that Jesus told. The Bible isn't just a book of random stories. It's 66 different books together to tell one story, an incredible one, about God's love for us. And now for an amazing story, inspired by the book of Luke, chapter 15, verses 1 to 7. If you went to hear Jesus teach, there was no telling who you might meet in the crowd. You might come across a wealthy man. Don't step on my robe. I just bought this at Galilee Outfitters. Or a group of kids. Jesus rocks. Or well-educated religious leaders and teachers. I don't understand why this Jesus can't just do things the way we do. But many of the people who crowded around Jesus were considered the lowest of the low. Tax collectors who cheated people by taking extra money for themselves or the Romans other men and women who had made wrong choices and broken God's laws. Jesus was happy to see everyone, especially those who were eager to hear God's words and change their lives. But the religious leaders thought that Jesus was bringing himself down to the level of these sinners. Look at that riffraff hanging out around Jesus. Ew, he should tell them to like, get out. See that tax collector over there? Jesus ate dinner at his house last night. That is like totally over the line. Jesus overheard the whispers and knew just what the religious leaders were thinking in their hearts. But instead of arguing with them, he told a story. If he told it today, it might sound something like this. There was once a man with 100 sheep. We'll call him Bob. Each day, Bob led his sheep out to the mountain pasture where they could munch on rich green grass and wander down to the creek for a drink of clear, cool water. Uh, Curly, keep out of the whirlpool. Snowflake, back away from the rocks. Every evening, Bob led his flock back home to the sheepfold with its impressive steel fence. Check out these special infrared detectors. I installed them to zap all wolves, lions, bears, and any of your other type A predators. One evening, Bob herded all the sheep inside as usual. Uh, let's see, uh, Curly, you're nine to eight, Cotton, nine to nine, and Snowflake, uh, now where's Snowflake? Bob searched the sheepfold and recounted his sheep. Nine to seven, nine to eight, nine to nine. Snowflake, you rascal, where are you? Bob made one more frantic sweep of the pen, but it quickly became clear. Snowflake's back up there on the mountain. Night was falling and darkness crept through the valley. She's out there all alone. I gotta find her. Bob grabbed his flashlight and shut the door of the sheepfold. 
Now listen up. Y'all will be just fine. It's Snowflake who's in trouble. As Bob hurried across the field, he texted all his friends and neighbors. FYI, Snowflake lost. Going to look. Bob rushed back up the mountain, scrambling over loose rocks and through bramble patches. No way can Snowflake stand up to a lion. The night grew darker. Bob flashed his light behind craggy rocks and into tangled thickets, but no sheep. Back off, you! I gotta find my snowflake! Bob spun in a circle, searching for any clues of his missing sheep. That's gotta be her! I'm coming, snowflake! Bob plunged into a deep ravine, slipping and sliding down the steep slope. Oh! Oh, it's gonna leave a mark! Oh! Oh! Even though Bob scraped his knee and bashed his elbow, it was worth it. There, trapped in the vines at the bottom, <laughs> Snowflake! Carefully, Bob freed his lost sheep. He draped her over his shoulders and clawed his way up out of the ravine. Filled with joy, he raced down the hillside, calling his friends as he went. I found her. She's safe. Big party at my place and you gotta come. The rest of the sheep were happy to see Snowflake back. <laughs> and Bob shared his joy with friends and neighbors late into the night. As Jesus finished the story, the crowd listened in silence. Jesus looked directly at the religious leaders. I tell you, it will be the same in heaven. There will be great joy when one sinner turns away from sin. Yes, there will be more joy than for 99 godly people who do not need to turn away from their sins. Are we supposed to be the other sheep? It's like he's saying God actually loves all those lost sinners, losers, uh, people. Not one of the religious leaders had the nerve to respond to Jesus, but many of them understood what he was saying. God is quick to seek out and forgive everyone, no matter who they are or what they've done. When we mess up, when we tell a lie or disobey our parents or disrespect our friends, family, or teachers, that is called sin. And sin pushes us farther and farther away from God. But thankfully, just like the shepherd in our story, God forgives us and rescues us when we confess our sin. And that's actually our bottom line for today. God forgives you. God forgives you, 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 and you. If we ask for forgiveness, God rescues us by forgiving us. Can you say that bottom line with me? God forgives you. Yes! And all you have to do is ask, and God will forgive you. Now that is great news. Now let's check in with Josh and see if he has any good news for us as far as that missing flash drive goes. So, maybe you saw it, or maybe you didn't, but the shepherd in the story Jesus told is God. Yeah, I know. And God wants us to know that like that lost sheep, there is nothing that we've ever done or will ever do that is so terrible that he can't forgive us. Nothing is too big for God's forgiveness. And he loves you so much that he will always come and find you. You see, the fact is, we've all messed up. We've made mistakes, we've hurt other people, but God wants to forgive us for everything. Forgiveness starts with God. It's His idea, not ours. And we can't get right with Him on our own. 
So maybe you've never asked God for his forgiveness before, or maybe you never even knew that you needed it. That makes this a great time to ask God to forgive you for the wrong things you've done. Now, if you're not sure where to start, try talking with someone who's following God already, like a small group leader or family member. Or maybe you've already asked God for his forgiveness, and that is awesome. But it doesn't mean you don't still make mistakes. We all do, all the time. But don't forget to ask God for his forgiveness each day and to ask for his help to forgive others who wrong you. That's why this is the most important thing to remember today. God forgives you. It's simple. It's true. There's no place you can go that is so dark he won't search for you, ready to forgive you. Second, where is my phone? Hey, would you look at that? Here it is. It's the missing thumb drive with all my designs. It was right here all along. <laughs> you know, I think Ryan and I are gonna have to go out to lunch and celebrate. Ah, oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> One second. Yeah, hi. Actually, I'm not going to need that hazmat suit anymore, so could you just cancel that order? Okay, great. Like the shepherd in Jesus' story, he will always find you. He will do whatever it takes to help you find your way to him. Why? Because he wants a close personal relationship with you. And when we ask for forgiveness, he forgives you. You know what? Let's pray right now and thank God for his gift of forgiveness. Dear God, thank you for reminding us this week that you always forgive us no matter what we've done. Thank you for loving us and wanting to be our friend no matter where we're from, who our family is, or what others think about us. Thank you for never being too busy to stop what you're doing, to come and find us, to bring us close to your heart. Thank you for being our good shepherd and a great father. We love you, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, LP Kids, have you ever thought about this? You have a lot to gain when you forgive others. I mean, think about it like this. What do you lose if you don't forgive? What's at stake if you choose to hold on to your hurt? What will you miss out on? If you're having trouble thinking of some ideas, why don't you bring this question up with your family at mealtime? But it's really important to consider this question so you can recognize what you are giving up when you don't forgive. It might completely change your perspective on the situation. Now get up on your feet because it's time to worship God through song.
Well, LP Kids, we got one more thing for you, and be sure to be back next week, live or online, and we will begin a brand new series. Have a great week.